Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 109, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello! How is everyone doing this week? Um, I have some cool stuff to tell you uh, today before we start talking about books. Um, The first thing is that uh, in a few weeks, I'm going to be doing an AMA, an Ask Me Anything, uh, right here on the show. You can send your questions to all the books at bookriot.com. If you have a burning question you've always wanted to ask me, um, I will answer pretty much anything. I will not tell you my social security number but pretty close to everything. Uh, so if you have questions, you can email me at allthebooks at bookriot.com. I will collect a bunch of them and uh, answer them uh, in a podcast. And please be sure to include the pronunciation of your name uh, so that I can attempt to say it correctly. Uh, and if you want to say like where you're from or whatever. Um, so allthebooks at bookriot.com. And I also have some more exciting news. Uh, I am going to be switching to every other week here on All the Backlist, and Patricia Elsie Tuttle will be taking over every other week. She is awesome. She is a contributing editor here at Book Riot. She's been with us for years, uh, and she's also going to be joining All the Books in December. So, super excited. I absolutely adore her. Um, We often laugh about how we're pretty much the same person, except she's on the West Coast and I'm on the East Coast. So I'm looking forward to working with her. I'm looking forward to her All the Backlist episodes. All kinds of exciting stuff going on. And I got a sound force field. At least that's what I'm calling it. Um, This big, weird, folded black thing came uh, from Book Riot to put around my microphone while I'm recording. So I'm calling it my sound force field. Basically, if I spray-painted it with fluorescent paint, like splattered it with fluorescent paint, it looks like my Barbie and the Rockers stage. That would be pretty cool. Um, So I'm excited for my new toy, new host, questions, all that stuff. Uh, And I'm excited about today's sponsor. This episode of All the Backlist is sponsored by Little Brown and Company, publishers of Circe by Madeline Miller. In the house of Helios, god of the sun and the mightiest of the titans, a daughter is born. But Circe is a strange child, not powerful like her father, nor viciously alluring like her mother. Turning to the world of mortals for companionship, she discovers that she does possess power, the power of witchcraft, which can transform rivals into monsters and menace the gods themselves. In this number one best-selling follow-up to the Song of Achilles, novelist Madeline Miller has created an epic story of family rivalry, palace intrigue, love and loss, as well as a celebration of indomitable female strength in a man's world. This book is so awesome. You know that I've talked about it before. I feel like it just came out, but it's actually been a while now. I interviewed her last summer, so it's been at least a year. Um, It debuted at number one on the New York Times hardcover fiction list in April 2018. Well, see, I could have kept reading. It would have answered my question. Um, And it just remains on top of lists. The New York Times called it bold and subversive. People Magazine said by the last page, you'll be in awe. And, oh, the Oprah magazine said it was spellbinding. And the news came out recently that 
HBO has picked it up for a series. Very excited about that. Um, the Song of Achilles won the Orange Prize for Fiction. That was her previous novel. Uh, and has been translated into 25 languages. And while The Song of Achilles is a same-sex love story set against the backdrop of the Iliad, Circe features a powerful female protagonist set against the Odyssey backdrop. So that is Circe by Madeline Miller. And we thank Little Brown and Company for sponsoring today. So excited about that book. So excited. Uh, so another book that I'm excited about that I think I talked about... Hmm, Maybe once on here, maybe once on all the books. Uh, I had occasion to recommend it the other day, and I, I thought, why don't I read that book again? I should do that. So I'm hoping to do that in the next few weeks. It is The Incarnations by Susan Barker. Um, oh, and what I didn't mention to you now is we're going to be changing up the format a tiny, tiny bit here, and we're going to be talking about just a couple of books, like a little more in-depth, uh, as opposed to rattling off lists like I used to. Um, so... Very excited to tell you about this first one. It's like a whole exciting day of stuff. So like I said, it's The Incarnations by Susan Barker. And this is about a man named Wang. He's a taxi driver in Beijing. It's around 2008, 2009. And one day he gets in his taxi and this letter is there waiting. It doesn't have his name on it, but it's in his taxi and it wasn't there before. So he assumes it's for him. And the person writing the letter starts telling him that they have known Wang for 1,000 years. That... They have been reincarnated many, many times, and in each past life, they have found each other. Now, it's sort of like the fates always put the same people near each other when they're reincarnated. And so, through the course of these letters, the person writing them starts telling Wong that um, as the book goes back and forth in time, you like see these lives being acted out. Um, acted out, I should say. Uh, they have been criminals and slaves and sorceresses and all kinds of different people, and they've always been together. They always find their way to each other. Now, Wang is sort of unhappy in his life now with his wife and his daughter. Things are going very well. Um, he And as he keeps reading these letters, he kind of wants to remember, even though he can't. And he's kind of annoyed that he doesn't remember, since this other person who was in his life apparently several different times remembers all of this. Um, but also starts thinking about how maybe the weight of the world that he has been feeling um, is possibly the weight of the world from over a thousand years. Uh, and it's just, her writing is so mesmerizing. And I really enjoyed the back and forth and, you know, Wong's growing interest in the story and wanting to believe that this is actually true. Um, and, and there's a lot of hard stuff, uh, trigger warnings for violence and sexual assault, um, not all their stories are happy ones, um, but it's so fascinating. I really hope that Susan Barker writes something else soon. Um, I was thinking about this. I think it's like four or five years old now, so I would love to read something else by her. Um, but no pressure. You know, when I say that, it's just like wishful thinking. I'm not you know, trying to pressure anyone. Um, but another author who I absolutely love, I just found out last night, uh, Rufy Thorpe has a new book coming in 2020, in April called The Knockout Queen, and I love her. I don't know how I missed it when I was going through the catalogs, but so excited to find out. This one is about a teenage girl um, who is supposedly like the queen bee has it all, and a young man who has um, not a lot going on, and they kind of find each other and realize like their lives are not what everyone thinks they are. And so that's called The Knockout Queen. So excited to get a copy of that. 
And she wrote another book called The Girls from Corona Del Mar that I loved. That was her first one. And the one I want to talk about today, I think I talked about it on the main show, but I haven't mentioned it here. It's called Dear Fang with Love. came out in 2016, which seems impossible, but it did. Uh, it's about a man named Lucas. Uh, when Lucas was young, he was a senior at a boarding school. He met Katya, and they had kind of this sort of whirlwind romance uh, when they were seniors, and Katya gets pregnant, and they decide to make a go of it. Like, they're teens, but they decide to like, they're going to, like, try and raise a baby, have be a family, and it doesn't it doesn't work out for them. Um, Katja it decides, like, this is not what she wants for her baby. She doesn't want to be with Lucas. Lucas is not into being a dad, and they're just not really, it's not working out for them. So he takes off. So, like, for the first decade of the baby's life, Lucas wasn't around. The baby's name is Vera, and then he kind of comes back into their lives, into the, um, Katja and Vera's lives, uh, and he starts seeing Vera on the weekends. So now when the book starts, well, not when it starts, but when the gist of it is that Vera is now 17. Um, She has had a mental health episode at a party. She's had kind of a break and everyone is very concerned about her. Um, You know, Lucas is feeling guilty because he doesn't know what happened really. And he hasn't been around for her whole, whole life, you know, and, you know, does, should, should he have been there for her more? Would this have happened? Um, and so he is going to Lithuania to research his grandmother. And he decides that a great thing for Vera would be if she came with him. So he takes her to Lithuania. Now, I don't know if, like, you know, leaving the country is a, is a great way to, to recover. But she decides to go. So now Lucas has all these questions about his family He's looking into all these things. Vera has all these questions about her family. You know, why did Lucas leave? How did he and her mother meet? How did they get along? You know, and so they're kind of like learning a lot about each other because until now they've only ever spent weekends together. Um, and now they're in a totally different country. And so she, and he's hoping like if they bond, she can tell him, you know, what happened and talk about like what happened at that party. Um, and also he's trying to decide like, how far does he let her go? Is he going to be the cool dad and let her run around, you know, the city on her own in a strange country, uh, smoke pot with, you know, the lady who lives in their, the building where they're staying? Or is, you know, like, how does he like, decide if he's going to be cool dad or strict dad? Like, what, what is best for her? He doesn't know because he doesn't do this very often. Um, it's just a really sweet emotionally rewarding book. The Dear Fang part from the beginning uh, comes from letters. Fira's boyfriend is named Fang, her boyfriend back home. And so as the book goes on, she keeps writing him these letters, telling him, like, what's going on, thoughts that she's having. It's a really fantastic portrayal of mental illness and family, and I just absolutely adored it. There's not a lot of books, I realized, about father-daughter relationships in which the mother hasn't passed away. Usually, like, when you see, like, a father-daughter bonding novel, you know, the mother is, has died. And so I find it really interesting um, that there are not that many where it's just that the parents have split up and the father and daughter are getting along. It's usually, like, fathers and sons. So I just, I love this book. So I'm excited to hear that she has a new one. I'm excited about everything today. Who are we kidding? I'm excited about everything every day. 
But that is it for me this week, book lovers. Thank you to our sponsor, Little Brown and Company, publishers of Circe by Madeline Miller, which is available wherever books are sold. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash all the books. If you want to ask me a question for the Ask Liberty question episode, uh, you can reach me at all the books at bookriot.com. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. If you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats, you can catch me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Rebecca Shinsky to tell you about the week's great new releases. Patricia LZ Tuttle will be back next week on Backlist to tell you about some of her favorite older books. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. <laughs>